Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yo, what is up, everybody? Project Itachi here with my co-host Warners, and welcome back to GZ Chop Shop. How is everybody this week? As always, we have another amazing episode lined up for all of you this week. Seriously, this is going to be an amazing episode, chock full of information. We were having our minds blown before we even started this episode as we were getting into conversation over some of these topics. So I promise you guys, you're going to want to pull up a chair, prepare to have your mind blown and probably your whole idea of certain businesses and gaming just completely flipped on its head. But before we get into that, can I just say it is so good to be back. In my little studio office, I'm not in the basement anymore. <laughs> that was one week when I was away from my entire setup and it was, but it was definitely a fun experience because, uh, <laughs> when my uncle listened to the episode, he was like, his response was, uh, well, I'm sorry you had to bust out your old equipment. <laughs> so, but thank you. I want to thank my uncle for letting me use the basement while the house was getting fixed. Uh, but I'm back into my humble abode. And you know what else makes this really, really, really comfortable, Warners? This amazing new original series swag that I'm wearing. That is a pretty good shirt. That's a cool shirt. From I'm our one store. I, I just got this. I busted it out. I said, I am definitely wearing this for our, our, our episode. So, you guys, this is a really comfortable T-shirt. Uh, and if you guys want one of these, just go over to the GZShop.com. Snag yourself one. They come in varying colors. This is like one, just one shirt of an entire collection we have going on over there. Extremely comfortable. This is probably right now my most favorite shirt in our entire shop. So please go over there. GZShop.com. Grab yourself a shirt, a couple shirts, 30 shirts, how many ever shirts you want. But seriously, this is an amazing shirt and it's it's part of our new collection. So make sure to go check it out. And also huge thank you to our Patreons as we go into this week's episode. Thank you so much for being a Patreon and supporting the show and everything you do. So if you guys want to be a Patreon, check us out. Patreon.com forward slash Gamma Games. Now, without further ado... Let's dive into it because we were having our minds blown and Warners has, as always, has done a good job pulling together some wonderful topics for this week's episode. So please, sir, kick us off. What do we got? Well, you know, first of all, I I when I pulled these topics together, I knew they were good topics and we would both be excited to talk about them with with everyone. 
what I did not expect and was a complete accident is following the breadcrumbs, not thinking much like, Oh, where, where does this lead? Oh, okay. That's cool. Well, how, how did that start? Where did that come from? And then you find out stuff that you really just didn't know. Uh, so we're going to share that information with you guys. And as we share this information, we might run into more stuff we didn't know <laughs> yeah. and uh, continue sharing it with you on the fly. Uh, Cause yeah, this, this is pretty cool stuff. Very interesting. Uh, so first topic, we're going to start off with some rise of Chinese gaming. Um, you know, a big one, very big one that everyone's very familiar with. And according from what I've seen in a lot of forums, people thought was a Japanese game, um, which we knew it wasn't a Japanese game, but people just kind of make that assumption yeah. when they see the, the art and depiction. Um, Genshin Impact, you know, that's that's a Chinese game. And there's a lot of Chinese games that we've been sleeping on. Um, and a big one here, let me pull it up for you guys, because... I can't ever say it correctly. And and Nathan, and when you were talking about games that have been slept on, that is not an understatement. And a lot of these games are very popular games that people do not realize are actually from the Chinese market that have made their way to the West. Uh, like They're the uh, black black myth uh, Wukong. Yeah, I'm saying that right. Black Myth Wukong. It's a brand new RPG game that just came out. Uh, and apparently it came out several months ago, but it, the game itself's not out. The The promo came out for it. And the initial promo for it was actually to get employees. Like they wanted people to come work for them, uh, like saying, hey, check this game out. We're making this game. You guys could be on this project. Well, Turns out it blew up with over 2 million, 2 million views on YouTube. Yeah. So yeah. And then I, IGN hadn't even gotten a hold of it at that time. By the time IGN got a hold of it, which the only reason they did get a hold of it was because it blew up and they were like, what is this? Um, and this is coming from, again, the company we've been sleeping on that everyone continues to sleep on 10 cent. The company, the Chinese company that is bigger than Microsoft, in, uh, at least in regards in gaming, bigger than Sony in regards to gaming, bigger than Nintendo. Now, I'm not saying more popular uh, as far as Western culture goes. I'm just saying in, in terms of profit and how large they are financially. Yeah. So to paint a snapshot picture for everyone who's listening, if you were to think you know, off the top of your head, you say, you know, as a gamer, someone goes, oh, well, who's the, a big developer to you? Most people are going to say Microsoft. Oh, Nintendo. Oh, Sonny, you're going to say your favorite. But realistically, they dwarf in comparison to Tencent. If we are to break the gaming industry, let's just say the gaming industry as a pie, picture it as a pie. And then you're dividing that pie up. There's a section and you divide that pie perfectly in half. Half of that section is going to be split between Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo. And the other half is completely 10 cent. <laughs> they get a whole half of the pie. Their influence in gaming is far reaching and far bigger than 
we realize or are willing to believe. Um, and I have to give them credit, at least in their Western influence, they don't flaunt their influence. Um, they're, they're pretty, they're pretty subtle about it. Something I feel like, uh, Microsoft could learn, (laughs) learn from, uh, because Tencent is literally in terms of market, they are the gaming market. They, they have had it on lock. They're not new. They've been at this for years. And the reason that I've, their wallet is so big is because of some of the games that only you and I recently learned they own and a huge company we are both familiar with that you've recently discovered and educated me on that they have a almost 50% ownership over. Epic Games. Epic Games. Yeah. Yeah, you you Fortnite lovers, almost <laughs> almost 50% of Epic Games is owned by Tencent. That is apparently they yeah. have been buying up shares for a while now and it was a slower pro- it wasn't an immediate process. It was a slow process, but that's crazy. Yeah. Tencent that's, that's Games wild. owns over 50% of a Western owned developer. And we were wondering, we used to talk, we talked about this months ago. We were like, where's Epic Games getting all this money? And we were thinking, okay, yeah. maybe Fortnite, but we're like, okay, Fortnite can't be making that much money. That no, Epic Games Fortnite is- was not. Yeah. Well, it's popular, but it's, it's not, it's not. It, it's not run an entire game. Yeah, you can't run studio and developer, especially when popular. they're building what that super, their super office, like their their supersized office thing that they were building. I was like, okay, they they got to have some money coming from somewhere, and it's not all Fortnite, you know. Yeah, and now we know if you've got a company like Tencent financially invest invested in you, you're set. And Epic Games saw an opportunity. They took it and they kept it quiet. That's the thing. It's unless you follow the breadcrumbs, there was absolutely no way for you to know that almost 50% of Epic Games belongs to Chinese owned Tencent. And that's where a good portion of their money is coming from. That's where their financial backing to make these deals, to pay those bills is coming from. That's probably what's keeping Fortnite alive too. why they can keep doing these things. And I do. And and this thought came to me earlier. I didn't mention it because I wanted to save it for the show. I think we are uh, we've been pointing our guns and our dislike of micro microtransactions at the wrong people. And I'm starting to see that now (laughs) because when you do the research and you follow breadcrumbs, the Chinese gaming market dominates in mobile gaming and mobile gaming thrives off of microtransactions. That was their whole thing. That is the whole reason when a game comes out from them, especially in current years, we automatically assume that's a Japanese game. Nobody does the, the, the research in the background because by the time it's come to us, it's translated. We don't see the original text. People to the state still get Chinese and Japanese, uh, text mixed up unless you know you actually have delved or taken interest into the culture or into the history to be able to just at a glance know the difference um but their market thrived off of microtransactions so it wasn't expected for chinese developers to come out with 
full fleshed out single player games. Because when you look and here's the list, I just typed in just to see the list. Here's some of the games that Tencent basically owns. Hub G. Honor of Kings, Ring of Elysium, League of Legends, Call of Duty Mobile, Arena of Valor, Honor of Kings World, Moonlight Blade, Smite, uh, PUBG Lite, and, and uh, Contra Returns. There's a whole lot of games they own. Yeah, Tencent, Tencent owns... Um Riot Games, hundred percent. That, that's the other thing. They, they own they, Riot they Games. hundred percent own Riot Games. Yeah, uh, they have for several years, apparently. Um, and Path of Exile, the uh, the pretty much nod to Diablo, Path of Exile. I didn't know Tencent owned that. And this is just from what you can find on like page one of Google. <laughs> Who knows just how deep their influence truly runs? Um, and but the trend along all those games is in some way microtransaction. That was their history. That's where their money was coming from. And in their culture, that is not a bad thing. That's just part of their system. That's their that's their ecosystem. That's how their games work. So. It was introduced to uh, the Western audience, us, and it was it was it was literally a foreign thing. Like we didn't have that because we were used to a full game being given to us. And that was it. Once it hit the shelf, what was in there, that was it. There was no DLC, no season passes, no extra content. You got what was on the shelf and that was it. So in a way, Tencent was ahead of the curve. um, And they had been, I guess, already introducing that to to pretty much their gaming communities. Like, this is how we do it. So they've had years of making that you know, their thing. By the time we got to it, we we're like, oh man, you know, EA and everybody, they're just being real greedy. Where did all these microtransactions come from? That's because the developers have probably been working with Tencent <laughs> and getting that influence saying, hold up, how are they making this mi- microtransactions? Why weren't we doing that? But at this time, it was pretty much like too late. Like they didn't start that off with gaming day one uh, here. But in China, they did as as best as they could, and especially since, you know, most of their games were famously on PC, it was something easier to implement. And then the cell phones became, you know, a computer in your pocket. Boom. Easy implementation took off with it. So I think we're just seeing the Tencent influence or now we're seeing the after effects of the Tencent influence in the American market. And the reason we won't ever see microtransactions go away is because some of these companies probably can't make it go away, even if they wanted to, if they have a huge investor like Tencent behind them. Because 40%, that's a lot. That is uh, a yeah, lot. Yeah, that is a lot. And, and, and to put it in even more perspective, people, um, Microsoft as a whole, uh, not just their gaming counterpart, but just as a whole, their, their total revenue for like annual revenue is approximately 168 billion. That's not just gaming. That's all of Microsoft. Now, Tencent is gaming and their total annual revenue is approximately $138 billion, $30 billion away from Microsoft as, as Microsoft is as a whole, not just gaming. 
just gaming, Microsoft, I think we went over the numbers last time. It was like 20 billion or so. It's it's a low number, Uh, a little less, I think, uh, in just gaming revenue. So, yeah. And so that's, that tells you a lot right there. And Sony's total gaming revenue is approximately 70 to 80 uh, billion there. So for Microsoft as a whole, that, 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 like that, let that sink in. This is everything Microsoft does, not just gaming. And Tencent is completely dedicated to gaming and is looking at Microsoft like, I'm going to get you. I'm catching up. I'm right there on purely gaming. Can you imagine if they went full blown into tech too? Like if they expand, if they haven't already, if they're not in the process of doing so, that would be insane. They would they're yes. literally be, be unstoppable. Also, can I just say, this is just my personal thing for anyone who feels Twitch needs to be dethroned. Quick side note, Tencent owns Trovo. You want to dethrone Twitch, knock them off their pedestal, do with that information what you will. <laughs> you said Tencent owns Trovo, Tencent the owns streaming Trovo. platform? Yeah. Holy shit. I didn't. Are you serious? Yes. Tencent owns Trovo. I had no idea. <laughs> I thought Trovo was just Trovo. Like, <laughs> I thought it was just like, I don't Just like we all used to think like back in the day, it's like, oh, Twitch is just Twitch back nope. right after it left Justin TV. It became Twitch. Like, and then Amazon bought them and took over and. You know, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I thought Trovo was just Trovo. Nope. Yeah, ten, ten, ten. Because once again, y'all, we're sleeping on ten cent. I'm just we're saying, sleeping on ten cent. Y'all better jump on Trovo before it blows up so big. Y'all, y'all have no chance. Yeah, you can check any any articles from even at the end of last year. Ten cent backs streaming platform Trovo. A hundred million Very. into the program, they put a hundred million okay. into Trovo. So we had a conversation. Uh, I don't remember if it was the last podcast or not, uh, but we were, I think it was with wild when we had this conversation about uh, Xboxes, mixer and, and streaming and, and all that. Um, and we had some back and forth, but th- this right here is why I do think there is a future where we're going to see Microsoft drop another streaming platform. I'm not saying it's going to happen tomorrow or next year. I'm just saying, if you have Amazon owns Twitch, you have Trovo owned by Tencent, which is the biggest gaming industry in the world. I don't see why Microsoft wouldn't in their attempt to continue grow to growing and, and to compete with the rest of the gaming industry. I don't see why they wouldn't make that attempt again. Oh, absolutely. Um, they probably will be a little bit more strategic about it. They probably will try to find another platform that's under the radar. And instead of creating one from the ground up, I suspect that they will try to purchase it after these platforms still have a user base and are surviving. And if they are self-sustaining in a decent way, then Microsoft may come along and say, okay, you've, you're, you know, your, your framework is good. Your servers are solid. People are still using you. You have a good number. Let's let's give you now the uh, visual. Let, let's let's make the presence known. Let's give you that backing. Let's give you that presence. So I don't think Microsoft is going to build one from scratch. They're going to definitely. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, they're going to find one that's already established. That's lesser known and then try to have them come up from behind 
and win. Or if Microsoft is uh, smart, um, what they will probably do. And I want this coined. okay? because if this happens, if this happens, I want proof that on this episode of this podcast in 2022, we called it. If Microsoft enters into a sort of partnership with Tencent to get Trovo to dethrone Twitch, to see Trovo come on the rise, because I'm going to tell you right now, Tencent does not make bad business deals. They have been a juggernaut, a secret juggernaut. They are the Illuminati of gaming. They are literally hidden plain sight. But if you think about it, they're the Illuminati of gaming. A lot of the games that over here in the Western audience, we praise and we throw our money at, they have a hand in. They might not have a big hand in all of them, but I'm pretty sure they have a small hand in some of even our major games. If and with Microsoft trying to open up development offices in China. It would benefit them to enter into a partnership with Tencent if they want to get into the streaming game and help them with Trovo and promoting it to the Western audiences to make it more not only accessible, but alluring because Microsoft had the means they had the means Mixer was pulling people from Twitch. Why? Because people trusted the idea that Microsoft had because a lot of people were sick of Twitch. They were sick of how Twitch was handling things. They were sick of the direction Twitch was going and how it was treating the community that made Twitch what it was and how they were being forgotten. People were sick of that. So I think Microsoft is going to make if, if they were smart, they would make a play to partner with Tencent to get Trovo to be more appealing to Western audiences. Because if you go in Trovo, everyone else except the Western audience, for the most part, likes it. They use it. Trovo does thrive. And Trovo plays on a balanced playing field. It's what the Twitch community wants Twitch to be, but everyone's too comfortable. They're scared. And a lot of people don't in the Western community don't know Tencent. You say Tencent, well, they're, they're going to look at you crazy. And Trovo was actually originally it was made for uh, mobile streaming, which makes sense now. Considering that if Tencent owns them and Tencent excels in mobile gaming, that's why it catered to mobile games originally. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So I think probably in the next few years, if Microsoft decides that they want to dive back into that, yes, they could start their own platform again, but that would just be insanity. I mean, they didn't try to recreate the Zune. I don't see them trying to recreate Mixer, but I see them going forward with what they do where they go to someone else who's already proven. And Tencent has a platform. And right now, I think this is like a tortoise and hare thing. Twitch is the hare. They're racing, 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 racing ahead because they don't have quote unquote competition. I think Trovo is that slow buildup. They're looking at every mistake Twitch has made, every mistake Twitch is making, and they're implementing and being owned by Tencent. I can tell you right now, all the stuff that's infected Twitch that Twitch has allowed Tencent is not going to let that happen. They're not going to invest in something like that. So right now, Twitch is riding high, but Tencent, the way they work, it was like the joke we were talking earlier. We always talk about Nintendo sitting back and just in their own little bubble. No, Tencent. <laughs> Tencent is sitting on their throne. Yep. 
We've been sleeping, man. We've been sleeping on Tencent. We've been sleeping on Tencent, and they're just sitting there just making moves. They're really making moves. You know, I wonder if, if, if it's not that Nintendo is just laying back, not not doing anything, just, just watching. I think Nintendo just... Uh, we can all agree they just they have an algorithm they have a plan of action that has worked for them for a very long time and they have a very specific type uh, g- g- video game type that works for them um, and then we can see with games new uh, newly released games recently like uh, Pokemon uh, Arceus and stuff uh, that they're branching out and trying new things with their games like they're not just uh sticking with the same old formula with their pokemon games and stuff so they're very capable of always growing and adapting and uh whatnot so you know i i think they're just not worried because they don't have to be they have something that works for them and they're not trying i don't think they're seeking to be the best because they're already the best and number one in something very specific that they have complete control over. Um, they probably have which is family gaming. Ultimately it's family gaming uh, or, 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 or games that are made for everyone. Um, and it works for them and it always will seemingly work for them. Um, Tencent on the other hand, apparently does a lot of things in the background because I, you know, over the years keeping up with gaming news, uh, everything that's been happening in the tech industry and the gaming industry, you don't hear Tencent's name brought up a lot. Um, and I, I, I'm sure to an extent that's per- on purpose because at the end of the day, even if they're buying up some of our American gaming industry companies, why would our market want to talk about them versus talking about our own market and the market that they want us to buy from, which is Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, like deals are already in place. Things are already known. There's already uh, an established name out there, a, a group of people out there that will always come and buy games from these companies and, and buy the consoles. I will give you a couple of reasons why we, and I'll say specifically on the Western front, do not hear about Tencent. Why for us, they're hidden in plain sight. Reason one being, and this is just once again, the mentality. This is the dividing from gamers, uh, just being gamers, but more into the culture, the American culture as a whole. Everyone will buy from who they trust, who they know, and most people prefer to support, per se, uh, our established brands on, on the major scale. Be it, yes, we have favorite developers that might be from global, but they usually run through Sony, or they usually run through Microsoft, or they usually run through Nintendo. Now, while Sony and Nintendo are not American-owned, they have been established here for generations we you know there's sony offices in america there's you know american there we we, you can work for sony and same thing with nintendo i'm sure they have branches here so they're a part of our culture since way back when um due to how most of us know the uh chinese culture operates how strict they are how uh, work ethic driven they are and 
their controlled media, the banning of consoles for like 15 years, um, and just the, the culture overall and the things we do know and along with the things we don't know, to now tell them, hey, those games you love, those American titles you love, they're actually not American titles. They're Chinese titles that have just been converted or, you know, they're Chinese influence. That would upset the market in such a way because one, just stating facts, prejudice. Uh, second, it would probably throw a, a complete disarray in like, like everything you know, because then, like you said earlier, a lot of people automatically assume they're Japanese. They're like, oh, it's automatically Japanese. So then you bring light the ignorance of not being able to tell the difference. Um, and then you got to deal with the prejudice of it. And who knows what effect that'll have on the stock market. Once again, as always, people always think, oh, game is just gaming. But then those people start not wanting to play those games simply because they're backed by a Chinese company. And then it hurts the stocks of the connected American companies, i.e., you know, whatever developer that they're going through, et cetera, et cetera. It just starts a whole chain of events that doesn't need to happen. Um, because I'm pretty sure, obviously. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Tencent in China, everybody knows it. Probably in other countries, people know about Tencent and how they operate. Because the game that you mentioned earlier, I think it was Black Myth, Wukong Dynasty, I believe it was called. I'm probably getting the name wrong. Um, In... On YouTube, it had 2 million views, but in China on their, I guess you could say YouTube equivalent, it had over 10 million, 10 million views. So Tencent just flies under the radar over here, and that's probably on purpose, not only from Tencent, but the companies that do partnerships with Tencent, because it's like, hey... Let's just be honest. We know how the American market is going to receive this if we say you guys are going to you're you guys are footing the bill. And if we're not showing that it's us, it causes this whole rigmarole. It's just going to cause a mess of things. And then nobody's going to buy the game just because of those reasons. You want a good example of this? Um, just to show how it is. Back in when I was in school, just to prove that a tag makes all the difference. When I was going to school, Dickies was the name brand for school uniforms. When we implemented school uniforms in 
my city, Dickies was the thing. They were work clothes for crying out loud, but because they were expensive and branded, they looked cool. They were the in thing. So all the guys, all the, you know, they show up and it was wearing Dickies. So if you had the Dickies tag, you were cool. It was like, oh, you, you spent money on Dickies. You, you're in. So I just, out of curiosity, did an experiment. It was an old pair of Dickies that were hand-me-downs, but I couldn't fit them. So I ripped the tag off of these Dickies. I found a shirt and a pair of pants that resembled Dickies. And I stitched the tag on them. Didn't go to the store and buy Dickies. I stitched the tag from old Dickies on them. So when I went to school, people were like, yo, what brand of pants are those? They were ready to come at me. And I lifted, I said, oh, they're Dickies. Automatically, they're like, oh, cool. You know why? Because it was the name. They didn't care about the material, the, the end product. They cared about the name. All they knew was I was wearing Dickies. So in the end, when Epic or anyone else, they go to Tencent and Tencent says, yeah, we'll foot the bill. Epic goes, OK, you're footing the bill, but it's about the name. So we have to show the face. So when they come to us, it says buy Epic. Because Tencent knows if they go buy Tencent, everyone's going to go, who's that? If the next Gears of War comes out and says from Tencent, no one's going to buy it except the hardcore fans because it's all about the name. That's the only reason Tencent flies under the radar here because nobody, nobody knows it. We know Riot Games. Now we know who owns Riot Games, but you won't see them say Tencent. Because nobody's going nobody's gonna to buy it. It's the same thing with Trovo. Trovo is literally everything people have wanted Twitch to be. But no one's going to it because they don't have a name that people trust. I promise you, if Microsoft kind of came up tomorrow and said, we own Trovo. The people who didn't even know what Trovo was is going to think, oh, this was built from the ground up. And everyone who frowned on it before will all of a sudden flip coat. Because it's the name behind it. That's why I say if Microsoft was smart, they would go into a partnership with Tencent. It would benefit Microsoft more than it would benefit Tencent because they're just like, like, come on, we're Tencent. We can do this all day. We're in it for imagine that two two major gaming gaming you know industries actually working together for a like a like benefit. That's unheard of. Like we do, they do it with games and developers and well, actually they don't do it. The developers do it. The studios do it. Yeah. So yeah, that point point match there. Yeah. That would be completely crazy. But yeah, that's the only reason I think we don't hear about the true influence Tencent, Tencent has and the games that they're making now, which really got this whole ball rolling is the fact that they're entering the way it was written. It says like, oh, they're entering into the triple A phase but that basically just meant they're making games that we as the western culture see as triple a they've always had these hot commodity hot selling games we've already been playing them but they've just gone from just being focused on microtransactions because here's the difference they have something apparently i had to i I didn't dive into this but i really want to research this apparently in the chinese market they've got disposable wealth So microtransactions does not bother them. But now they're entering into the single player focuses now where you get a full game experience without having to buy your way through the experience. 
That's where a lot of these new titles come out and they're fleshed out. They're, they're, they're what we've been expecting from games for years. Now the Chinese industry is like saying, okay, this is where we're going now. This is where we're entering. I'm going to say this. We're going to see a major upset in the games that are popular when more of their titles drop. <laughs> I am telling you, because they're breaking away from the standard. They're, uh, I think it's called Naraka. It's a battle royal. Doesn't use guns. It's a melee battle royal. With aerial combat. And apparently people love it. Because it's new. It's fresh. It's full of action. It takes skill and thinking. It incorporates all those things that we've been missing from games. So I feel like. And now that consoles are allowed over in, in China. And now they see what they're working with. And they've, you know, they're not new to gaming. We are going to see a complete flip in the standard of AAA gaming. And we're going to start no, seeing absolutely, a lot of games They play. only just recently, uh, I think it was, was it, it was either last year or the year before that they, uh, that they finally started allowing consoles. Yep. Yeah. After like a 15 year ban to prevent the addiction of gaming was the orig- original reason because consoles are deemed uh, too addictive. So they put a 15 year ban, which recently came up um, and like a few years ago, they raised the ban and now consoles are allowed and they already dominate the PC market. So now whew, I'm telling you, or, you know, it, Tencent's going to be uh, owning Tencent owns gaming. Microsoft knows this. This is why they've been actively and openly buying up so much. They want a piece of the pie, but they're never going to own the whole pie. They knew what was up and they're trying to compete, but they, they can't, you can't compete with Tencent. That's just not going to happen. That's just not going to happen. But man, but yeah, um, I guess, I guess my bad to all the developers out there that we were all, all the gamers have been fussing at you about microtransactions. We didn't know you were influenced by Tencent and how they were doing it because <laughs> it came out of nowhere for us. It came out of nowhere. But they've been doing it. They've been doing it since mobile, you know, cell phones could play games. They've been doing it. So, yeah, yeah, the Chinese market is a, is is publicly about to start to rock the world of gaming within like oh, the absolutely next five to ten years. Absolutely, and they don't even have a gaming console. Like, nope. think about that. Nope. Like they're just developing games and have studios and making some of them just make indie games. A lot of them do. Um, And then they've been slowly buying up American companies, uh, i.e. Riot Games, 100 percent owned by Tencent again. And almost uh, almost 50 percent of Epic's is is owned by Tencent as well. So, yeah. uh, And that's been over the past few years that this has been exploding. So I was just thinking when when Fortnite comes out with all their stuff. And if Tencent takes over 50%, would they start putting on the characters? Like when you rotate your characters, can you flip your character? So like on their shoe, it says made in China. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited, dude. I don't guys, if you, if you haven't, if, if you're not, you know, super knowledgeable about some of these Chinese games, look up Tencent and just look up new games or games coming soon uh, by Tencent and some of the studios that they own because they really are truly beautiful games. 
yeah, beautiful games. You can tell that they put time and cra- and even their mobile games are usually fleshed out. Yes, they're microtransaction heavy, but you can tell the difference between our microtransaction heavy games and their microtransaction heavy games. You still get an experience out of theirs. It's a game. You just have to invest more into it. But you still get a game. Genshin Impact is a good example of that. It took the world by storm, which was not the plan. But look at it. Mm-hmm. MiHoYo is now a, 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 a name brand. That a lot of people made the mistake thinking was from Japan and Japan's like, no, that ain't us, homie. <laughs> that ain't us. That was Tencent. Yeah. So everyone who, out there who might be, you know, possibly w- worried about World War Three and all that stuff. Don't worry about it, because oh. I promise you gaming is going to keep us all very well tied together, uh, whether you like right it or not. <laughs> Solve all our problems with, with gaming. That's right. That's uh, right. <laughs> but touching base with talking about censorship and how uh, China had banned consoles for a good 15 years. Gaming censorship. And last week, I think we talked about anime censorship. So it's kind of inevitable that we would come full circle and talk about gaming censorship. And the article you found was very interesting to me because I was very surprised to see that Sony was opting to do censorship over Microsoft and and Xbox. But at the same time, my reason for surprise was more so because I was like, Sony, you've let so many mature games on your consoles that. You censoring something just is is surprising. Um, and what was the name of the game? It was Martha, Martha is dead. Martha is dead. When you sent me the article, that was the first I was hearing about it, which, by the way, this is a horror game. So one, you already know what you're getting yourself into within the horror genre. Cool. Now, when I read what the scene was and for anyone who's curious, uh, Snapshot of the scene is you as the main character are cutting off the face. You're pretty much pulling a leather face. It sounds you're cutting off the face of this female corpse. And it's a very slow process. They say it's very slow. So I'm guessing it's very detailed. You cut off this face, you peel the face off, and then you go about wearing said face. Yes. So it's extremely graphic, extremely horrifying, which once again, horror game um, and gruesome. So I have my thoughts on on this whole censorship and, you know, why Sony may have gone about it and why Microsoft may not have gone about it, which will tie into something I've said months ago. Once again, tying into our culture. But I want to hear your thoughts on it. Like what? what, what <laughs> like where does this all go for you? You know, I, I'm not sure because I just, just like you mentioned, I find it extremely bizarre that Sony is the only one that is censoring this game while Microsoft, both the Xbox and the PC version is going to remain uncensored. Did you watch the video that they showed of the, uh, it's, it's pretty graphic. And the fact that this game is going to be in VR or VR cap- capability, I, I like look, looked into a little bit. Can you imagine that? Like 
that is wild. Those kinds of graphics, but that's that kind of scene. And then you just put it on your face, like the, the flesh and like that. Oh, okay. And you know, it's such a, over the, over the years, it's, it's such an interesting question. It's a good question. Where is the line for gaming censorship? Uh, Just like when we talked about anime censorship. Um, And I don't think, and this, this is my opinion. This, this isn't the opinion of gamma games. This is just me personally, Daniel's opinion. I feel like game de- game development is an art and I don't feel like art should be censored. And I feel that if a game is made by a company and you pick it up and you agree to release this game, then release the game. And if everyone wants to censor <clears throat> something, so be it. Uh, but release the game ultimately, even if you have to censor a, a, a piece of it or not. I'm I'm fine with censoring a piece of a game. What I don't want to see is the public start censoring games. There's rating. There's ratings on games for a reason. Purchase these games accordingly. Uh, as far as you know, your your children or younger siblings, whatever the case is. Um, but at the end of the day, as just talking about adults and up people, we can all go in, right, and just buy a game. Uh, I don't see the problem. Uh, you know, there's there's ratings on these games. Uh, censor them if you must, but I I think games should just be allowed to be what they are. Actually, I, I agree with you because. With so many things out here, they get labeled as art. Um, <clears throat> gaming is a playable art form. You're playing uh, a group, someone or a group of people's imaginative world, their imagination, the story they want to tell. It's an interactive uh, story, and it's 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 visually how it's you know how they portray it, however that may be. Um, and, and that's even the case with, with horror because everyone has a different take on horror and it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Some people like slasher flicks. That's their ideal horror. Some people like supernatural. That's their ideal horror. Uh, some people, you know, there's, and there's sub genres and all of that stuff. So and it's all considered art. That's why they can go up for awards and stuff. This was artistic because of X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. It's the same thing with games. Um, however, it does surprise me like you that Sony went out of their way to censor it. And my first thought humorously was, dang, Sony, you're saying your graphics are so daggone good <laughs> that you didn't want that realism coming across the screen. Like way to slap Microsoft in the face. Hey, Microsoft. You guys can have it. Our graphics, they're way too good. It It's so good that the blood will come through the screen and hit the player in the face. So we, y'all can have it. We're, we're beyond that. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so Sony going out of their way, not only, and not just um, like saying certain countries, they're censoring that for everyone who owns a, a PlayStation, PS4, PS5. That's a bold move. That's Sony being the parent. And going, no, 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 you're too, uh, you're too young for this. 
On the flip side, Microsoft, Xbox, basically the same, saying, nah, we'll keep it. Makes me think, in this case, both sides are like Sony's being that parent that's like, no, you're not going to watch this. Where Microsoft's being like that cool teenager that's smoking like, it's not going to kill you. But I feel that Microsoft not doing it is to intentionally undermine Sony's decision. Whatever Sony's going to do that's going to make them uncool, Microsoft's going to do the opposite to be the cool parent. I'm not seeing details on specifics, but I wonder if Sony was the first to reply to this uh, this game and make a statement on how they, they were going to go forward with it because there was so much heavy criticism. And then after they made their comment and said, okay, I think we're going to censor this. Then Microsoft was like, you know what? We won't we censor won't it. Censor it. Um, probably. Um, the other reason I think Microsoft probably wouldn't go about censoring it is once again, it's a culture thing. We're so desensitized to violence that we don't see a need to censor it. Which is what we talked about when we talked about anime mm-hmm. and we talked about like nudity and even silhouettes were a big no on our side. Like we freak out over that, but over there it's, it's so what we're looking at right here is almost the opposite. Yeah. Because of what we said more, last time, because remember Sony is a Japanese owned company, right? Microsoft is an American owned company. Our censorships work opposite. <clears throat> They're more open with uh, sexuality and, and sexual activities than we are. For us, that's a taboo. No, 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 no. Where, but, but we're all for ripping off a girl's face and for, wearing it. Yeah, we're all for violence, <laughs> blood, gore, give us more. We're usually Christ. over there. They're like, okay, you know, seeing someone get murdered, that's a bit much. Let's Let's dial it back a bit. So I think that's where we're seeing, and this is a, who knows? The developers probably did it on purpose just to highlight how backwards we all operate. It's like, okay, we're going to put out the scene because you can't tell me as a game developer, they did not know that this was going to stir something and that they didn't intentionally, that they didn't go about it intentionally to prove a point. Oh, no, absolutely. That, that's a very detailed. Imagine being the programmer for that. And the writer for that, there's no way you're going to write this and say, yeah, this isn't going to, this isn't going to fly. Let's, let's, let's remove it. No, they went out of their way just to see who would censor them. And Sony being a Japanese owned company at some point, even they had to draw a line. And this was like, here's the line. We're drawing it. Sorry, Western Sony owners, but we got to draw a line general. And Microsoft was like line. We don't see no line. Bring it. Which I guess as an artist and as a creator, you appreciate that because it's like your work is being delivered the way you intended it. Now, uh, I. And if I feel something for me is too like squeamish, lucky for me, I have the freedom not to partake in it. Yay. So I'm just saying. And this is the you know, in this case, if. If you feel something is like too, you know, if that's like too horrific, you don't have to uh, have to get the game because there's a whole reason that reviewers and stuff play this play these games first. 
it's so you know what you're getting yourself into. You can easily go online, find out reviews. I mean, look at that. This is already all over, you know, gaming news and the game hasn't even released yet. So you can't say, well, you don't know until you get the game. Yeah, maybe back like the early 1990s. <laughs> yeah. But IGN, GameSpot, all of them, they exist for a reason. They've yeah, already- even Steam now, uh, you know, Steam may not be the same. You know, it might, it might just be the the application you use to, to go through to buy the games. But even they are starting to have little pop ups with new like what's coming soon. Mm-hmm. Gaming news, not quite as in depth as you might see from, you know, IGN, Game Informer and Polygon. Uh, but they're starting to I've noticed this, by the way, the past few months, I've been noticing them coming out with more news related things in regards to gaming and, and anything to do with steam and digital yeah. games. So because people want their they want information along with. Yeah. Their games. So yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, you're right. It's not the nineties anymore. It's not even the early two thousands. I mean, you don't have to wait for a game to come out to kind of to, to find know out what you're you probably going to get. Yeah. Um, Unless you're Cyberpunk 27. Unless you're Cyberpunk 27. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I will say as a, uh, a add-on thought, um, I would not be surprised if after release, Sony decides to release a patch that censors. Reason being, um, we're in very touchy times. And by touchy, you know exactly what I mean. Everything is a sensitive topic. Uh I think Microsoft has taken a big risk by not following Sony. And I will say because Sony could have just censored it for their market, but the fact that they censored it overall means I think they're acknowledging just how touchy Western audiences are as well. And they already know the reception it would get. And they already see a problem before it happens because they're saying the developers aren't going to get hit first. Us as Sony selling this game and giving it our official license are going to get hit first. They're going to come after us before they go after the developer, which is always the case. We always go to the developer. We always say, why did Sony, why did Microsoft, why did they allow this? And they just slap their seal on it. So Sony is just preventing a problem long-term because I see this becoming an issue after the game is released after people have gotten their hands on it because everyone's going to want to play it just to complain about it. So Sony is preventing a problem before it happens, because like I said, there's censored versions of different, several different games because in the Japan market, blood isn't always red. Sometimes it's green. So they could have censored it just for their markets wherever they ship it, but they censored it for everyone. That tells you something. Well, we will be finding out very soon because Martha is dead. We'll be coming. We'll be coming out February twenty fourth digitally, and uh, looks like it'll take them about a year uh, before they drop the uh, physical discs. Um, but yeah, by time this uh, you guys hear this podcast, the game will already be released, and uh, you know maybe you guys can check it out. I know I'll be checking it out. I love horror and psychological thriller games, so you guys can definitely be expecting. Um, comments uh in the next couple of weeks uh by me on this game uh but yeah uh as far as censorship goes though i think uh i think it's gonna be interesting to see some probably some backpedaling from sony a little bit in regards to patches and movements going forward yeah um i think microsoft just responded accordingly um 
as a business to Sony just to like see what yeah, <laughs> will happen. Microsoft got the SAS going right now. So. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. <laughs> but, uh, Meanwhile, Nintendo's just again just back here like I don't I don't know what's going well, on. I don't know what there. the fuck they're doing. Yeah, these kids these days. But um, good ending point uh, to roll off of a darker topic into something lighter and way to end the show. A couple of games that uh, are coming out pretty soon. Uh, a couple actually this week. Um, one one that actually already dropped. I have it. I haven't played it yet, but definitely going to be playing it. Horizon Forbidden West dropped this week, uh, or actually a couple days ago, I believe. Um, so I'm definitely excited to be playing that. Uh, it's gotten really, really good score reviews, so definitely looking forward to playing the sequel. Uh, I think Elden Ring drops next month, or actually this month. It it drops in a couple days. Yeah. So Elden Ring, which if you guys have been keeping up with us, you know, we are big Souls fans. So you can definitely expect uh, a hearty review on Elden Ring from us. Uh, and Dying Light 2, which I had been waiting for since it was announced. Glad to see that it's doing well. I was afraid that 9.5 9. 5 out of 10 score on a Game Informer right now. So glad to see that they... They delivered, even all these years later, they delivered on their promise. Um, So if you guys are looking for any nice uh, games to check out, those are three titles right there. And Tiny Tina's Wonderland drops next month, right? The end of next month. Uh, It'll yeah, it'll be dropping March 25th of this year. And, uh, you know, just quick tidbit here for anyone who uh, needs a brain refresher. Uh, this is based on the tiny, uh, tiny Tina's wonderland DLC that came out with borderlands two back in 2013 and one DLC of the year. So, uh, I've been, uh, keeping up with this game's, uh, creation over the past, uh, several months. And I'm really excited to play this one. So, Gonna be good. Gonna be good. So, lots of games to look forward to with more coming in the future months. Uh, so, it's gonna be really, really exciting. So, make sure you guys keep it locked in here for our reviews and updates for all those coming titles. But as always, the sad part, it's time for us to get out of here. Uh, so, make sure you guys go check out our store once again. Grab yourself some of our original series, new collection from the GZ shop. Uh, very, very comfortable uh, tees, hoodies. And we have a whole, whole catalog of items, really good for gifts and just rocking the swag, showing your support for the GZ faction. And if you haven't already, make sure you check out our, check out our YouTube channels and hit that subscribe button for the podcast. Otherwise, I'm going to show up at your door and drop an elbow on you. Anyway, you guys have been amazing. Stay safe out there. Look after yourself and look after each other. We will catch all of you amazing people the next episode. Later, everybody. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or Acast for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.